our supporters, our bigs, our uh, impact circle, uh, our donors that are with us today. Uh, you're in for a treat because we, we have a conversation today with an NBA Hall of Fame basketball player and chairman of Mutumbo Coffee. He's the founder and chairman of the Dikembe Mutumbo Foundation, which he created in 1997 uh, to target projects in the healthcare and education sectors in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The Biamba Marie Mutumbo Hospital, named in memory of Mutumbo's beloved mother, has treated more than 700,000 men, women, and children. In 2021, the Samuel Mutumbo Institute of Science and Entrepreneurship opened and will educate 840 students from pre-K to grade 12, regardless of income, in the city of Mbuji Mai, Democratic Republic of Congo, of the Congo. Mr. Mutombo is, in the, is the NBA's global ambassador and serves on several boards, including the National Constitution Center, Opportunity International, the International Board for Special Olympics, and on the National Board for UNICEF USA. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming the chairman and NBA Hall of Famer, Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, a nice introduction, y'all. <laughs> I mean, there's so much to say and to share about you, sir. And not only am I a fan, so this is this is a pleasure for me. And I want to thank, you know, Bob Bush, the CEO over at your company, Matumbo Coffee, uh, and a special shout-out to Scott Shrebnick and the Winwood Walls Foundation for making today possible. So thank you, sir, for just taking time out today. Uh, and Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Let's talk about, before we talk about Georgetown, let's talk about coffee a, a little bit. Uh, and this Women in Coffee Initiative, tell, me, tell us about this incredible program. The company was launched uh, during the pandemic uh, when we knew that everything was shut down. But we knew that people were drinking coffee still. But as you know, the majority of uh, the coffee producer, those who are working on the field, are mostly women. But the cause are not being presented what they go through every day for us to get a chance to enjoy the beautiful cup of coffee in our table every day. So I felt that it was very important for me, being from Africa, knowing that uh, also the coffee producer are women on the field, those who are working, climbing the hill, are collecting coffee every day, um, working in a coffee processing plant. So I say maybe I'll be speaking more about the cause uh, than anybody else. So I created Mutombo Coffee. Uh, where we will try to make sure that uh, those women get something back in return. And the pay scale was very low. And more than we start speaking about it, we, see, uh, we saw so many changes. When we think about just supporting these incredible women, Dikembe, uh, who are the primary caregivers for their families, it speaks to the yes. power, power of teamwork, brother. Uh, and, you know, as you know, Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami is a mentoring organization that brings together uh, people to assist, to guide, and to mentor one another, just like uh, you playing on the, you playing basketball. And so as we continue to talk about coffee, and thank you 
uh, for the Matumbo Coffee uh, mug, and I enjoy. I got some Deeks Blend rolling right now, so. I hope you're enjoying it because it's a good coffee. Let's take it back a little bit, Dikembe. Uh, tell us uh, where you grew up and how you got into basketball. Oh, I grew up in the Democratic Republic of Congo in the capital city of Kinshasa, city of more than uh, 20 million people now. Um, basketball court was like a two hours away. Uh, walking, if I want to walk, uh, be a couple hours. That's just a bus ride because of the traffic. And um, I really didn't like basketball when I was young. I really hated it as a sport. I was a soccer fan. Uh, I played soccer all my life. Still love soccer until today. But basketball is something that was introduced to me by my brother, uh, who kind of pushed me through uh, my senior year in high school and uh, begged my dad if they can allow me to go and play basketball, uh, which I really didn't like that much. And, uh, but uh, today ended up being something that gave me a lot of success, uh, made me to becoming who I am today. Now, let's talk about Georgetown and your basketball journey. Uh, now, did uh, the late, great uh, Coach John Thompson, is he the one that primarily recruited you? And when did he see you play? <laughs> That's a good question. I think everybody always would love to know. Uh, now he never see me play. Um, he saw me playing on campus when I was a freshman because I came to Georgetown uh, in academy scholarship. I really didn't come as an athlete. So I came to study medicine, um, which was something that I loved so much. Um, then uh, the orientation, he was told that there was this tall giant man walking around campus that he was not in a basketball team. And the university asked me if I can join the basketball team, if I can meet with the school president, which I did. Then uh, next time I knew they took me to the athletic department to meet Coach Thompson. Uh, Charlie Smith, who was a great point, bar, point guard, Mark Tillman, who was our shooting guard, Alonso Morning, as you know, who is your big brother there in Miami, has been in your long side. Uh, my roommate from college, uh, um, um, played with uh, Church World, um, Rest in the Peace, uh, David Edward, um, Sam Jefferson with so many great guys uh, who turn out to be great people in the society today who are doing very well. Um, I'm very happy that uh, I was surrounding myself with a great group of young men who did listen to our late coach, who did have a vision, who always told us that uh, no matter what we are doing in our life, the ball will stop bouncing one day and we need to prepare to make sure that we are ready for the next life. Um, Basketball would not be forever. And then we need to be prepared to go and go get in the business. And that's why I'm doing all this kind of business today, including the Motomo Coffee. What I appreciate about coaches like the late, great John Thompson is not only, you know, having that towel over his shoulder, uh, fussing at you all, but he was a true mentor. All the time. All the time. And he was a true mentor to Kembe. How important is mentoring on and off the court? You know, um, my late coach, he, he, was a, he was not just a coach to me. He was a father figure. He, um, he was a great teacher. 
he was a great mentor, uh, someone you look up to, someone that you want to make sure that you succeed in life. He, he never looked at any one of his players uh, that someone that would be failing the next day. Um, and he was always telling us that, uh, son, you got to be ready when tomorrow comes. And that tomorrow will come, that uh, the ball will not be there. You'll be surrounding with yourself with people when you're discussing about different issues uh, that face in our world. And uh, we, we continue to miss him, you know. But his presence is, it was so huge and it never left us. So everything we heard from him for more than uh, 30 some plus years while, while I was around him, and it's still, it's still ringing on my ears every day. You know, talk about being on time, uh, getting in practice, staying after everybody leaves, uh, always have a business car, uh, make sure people know who you are, not because you're told that the people have to continue to identify you as a basketball player. They got to know who is the Kimi Motombo. That was something that uh, uh, our coach was making sure that uh, people know us. You stay on. You don't want to know people. Just know you as a basketball player. Basketball player was a sport that you did, but there was all the things that you did in life that you want people to know you about. So I'm very pleased. And as we talk business, as we talk sports, uh, and certainly uh, you, the late great John Thompson is uh, is an example. But from an athletic standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, who else has pushed you? Uh, to maybe beyond what you thought you were capable of? Uh, I always uh, thank my life, uh, my special thanks to Patrick Ewing. You know, um, you cannot find a better brother than uh, Ewing. And uh, he took Alonzo Morning and I to his wings. And uh, we were just young men who came to Georgetown uh, a few years after he left already. He was in the NBA performing in his best. Uh, someone who took the Georgia University in the three championship, and um, he has so much respect. He was a big man, and uh, we all was wondering, us, okay, are we going to follow him or we not? Because if we don't, we don't think we're going to be able to get where it is. And uh, he pushed us day and night. Um, I'm so thankful. You know, I thanks God a lot. You know, for surrounding with him and. Uh, Alonzo Moninga will tell you that because uh, he took us in the gym and he said, only three of us, we're going to go to the bar every given day. And we went to the gym like more than uh, six to seven hours a day, uh, three hours in the morning, four hours in the afternoon. And he said, if you want to succeed, you have to follow me. And we did. So you are surrounded with mentorship. Uh, you think about uh, John Thompson, you, you know, the father figure, but now you got your big yes. brother, your big brother, Pat Ewing, uh, that uh, took you and Zoe under the wings. Did you push back at all, or you just said, okay, big bro, we got to do it? Uh, <laughs> again, I tell you what, you could not push back because Coach Thompson was always sitting on the top there of the gym watching us uh, playing and practicing and battling each other. Um, cursing each other and uh, uh, he was like if you don't want to be here get the heck out of my gym and uh, you know that it, you don't want to get out of that gym you want to stay at the gym because you want to succeed so uh, there was a lot of much respect a lot of respect was going on 
and a lot of fears because the big man was there. You know, the man himself, the head of the house was there. So, you know, you have to stay at the gym and you have to listen to Patrick. I love that. And you, you think about basketball. And again, congratulations on being an NBA Hall of Famer. But what I love, Thank you. what I love about you, Dikembe, it was a great achievement. It was a very great achievement. Yeah. It, it doesn't get better than that. That's a dream that every child dream about. You want to play ball, but you always have to think yourself: How far do you want to go in the life with the game of basketball? You want to accomplish something with the game, or you want to play the game for fun? Because there's a people who go to the gym every day play for game for fun. And there's those who want to accomplish something. You want to win something. Because not all of us will be fortunate enough to win uh, the NBA final, to win the NBA championship. But there's something you want to win personally that you can walk away from the game saying, yeah, I did play this game, I did enjoy it, and I won something. And uh, being in the Hall of Fame was one of the greatest accomplishments of all time. I think in everything I've done in my life so far. Well, you continue to uh, impact society off the court. What was your motivation for starting uh, and the significance of the Matumbo coffee brand? As you know, coffee is um, is one of the biggest commodity trade in the world. People don't know that. Uh, it's the second one after water, more than a $387 billion commodity trade. Water is almost like $400 billion commodity trade. So when you look at that, um, you ask yourself why you don't want to be in that shoes. Why you want to, don't want to be part of the game. Another thing that uh, that pushed me to tell you the truth as a brother that uh, we are not represented on the table. Uh, where the price of coffees have been traded and have been discussed, uh, there's no black man there. There's no one of us. Uh, that another thing kind of motivate me to find a way. I can my voice be heard. I can I can push myself to the door and to becoming part of this game. And uh, you look at most of the coffee in general, it comes from Africa. And there's no African man on the table. Why not? And the rest of the coffee come from South America. There's no South American person on the table. Why not? When the, the grower, the producer, the collectors are all Africans, why we cannot be represented? And those have been my voices uh, that can be heard everywhere. And I'm glad that uh, I've joined the game, uh, not just to make money, also for a good cause, to understand that hey, we need to be on the table and we need to talk about those women who are working on the field every day because those women are our mother, they are our sisters, our aunties, our cousins, and our daughters. And um, why nobody is speaking about them? Why not? So our coffee have a lot of purpose, but not just being a Mutombo coffee company, but uh, we also want to speak the value and the culture also the true identity of those who are working for. Incredible. Incredible. And you've pretty much, uh, you talked about it, uh, but as we think about business, and I just want to just pause for a minute. You know, I've heard the phrase, uh, Dikembe, uh, 
people getting a seat at, if you don't if you don't have a seat at the table, you may be on the menu. Uh, and so not only <laughs> you can use that, brother, because uh, I won't I won't I won't do that just yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm not ready to give you that. I you don't want to be in the menu. I want to be on the table. That's what I'm talking about, Dikembe. And, and with that, uh, you recognize the source of all these rich blessings. And yet uh, the motherland doesn't have representation there. So I applaud you, yes. brother. But the significance of supporting those sisters who are farming in Africa, taking care of their families, uh, there's it's not just profit and loss. We're talking about true yes. significance. So I applaud you uh, for that. Thank you, know, you. Because so many people drink a coffee without knowing the origin of the coffee. You know, there's a drive through any, any, um, any market or whatever, coffee shop or whatever you see in the middle of the road and buy the coffee with knowing where's my coffee come from? Which coffee I'm having today? Who produces? Which part of the country from? Which part of the continent come from? Who are the people who are working on the floor for me to keep enjoying this coffee? There's somebody and somebody is doing it. But many people don't know. And uh, and I'm glad, I'm glad that we're having this discussion of giving people a little bit of lecture, a little bit of education to understand, you know, uh, about the coffee. And uh, I just love my Mutombo coffee. I tell you what, and so, and with that, Dikembe, um, you know, businesses measured, business success, profit and loss, athletically, wins and losses. You talked about going to NBA Hall of Fame as one of your greatest uh, athletic accomplishments as well. What's your greatest business accomplishment you would share with the audience today? There's so many. Um, I have so many problems. <laughs> You've been busy, brother, but I love it. Um, I really enjoy what I'm doing with the Mutombo Coffee. Um, I have a, a consultant firm, which is called Kajari, which is named after my three children, where is all my business are, are part the, the platform of all of my businesses. So I enjoy my consulting. I enjoy working for the NBA. Uh, I think another big accomplishment and being seen, uh, being an investor in the NBA Africa, uh, being able to work and raise more than a billion dollars to start a new league in the continent of Africa, uh, which is doing very well right now. I just came from the trip uh, four days ago. So that's why you see I'm still a little bit tired. Um, so the league is going very well. We're having great success. Uh, the game continued to grow fastly that we did anticipate. More young people are picking up the game than we haven't seen. We're building more than hundreds and hundreds of basketball courts in the continent. So I'm, I'm very happy with a few things I'm doing. The list is a little bit longer. Well, that means uh, you just continue to just uh, bless not only uh, the basketball community, but the business world as well. And what's that talent level look like? You know, obviously, uh, you know, uh, Greece gave us Giannis, uh, but now what, and, you know, the Congo gave us you. What's that talent level look like coming out of Africa? Uh, just give us a little teaser about the future. You see right now, Africa got more, when you look at the number of international players playing in India right now, um, Africa, have, you, have more, you have more numbers of the players than any continent besides the United States. So that tells you that the future is a little bit bright. Uh, with us playing our second season of the NBA Africa League in the continent, I think more doors continue to open. 
uh, the number of the academies continue to grow in the continent. We are, we are opening another academy in Egypt. We have already a big academy in Senegal. Uh, there's another academy in South Africa. Uh, we'll be seeing more academy in Nigeria. So I can't, I can't tell you what in the next three or five years from now, um, how many players of, from the continent will be in the NBA. There will be more players being drafted this year in the top 10 being from the continent of Africa than any places. So that's already big joy. We saw that last year, there was a huge number of African players that was drafted. And this year, I think on the top five, there will be maybe two or three African kids. So I'm very excited. Uh, when I came to the NBA uh, in the 90s, it was just me, Akim Alajwan, and our, our late brother, Manute Ball. There was only three players from the continent. Today, there's more than a thousand African kids are playing in, uh, in college level, and um, more are going to be joining the NBA. With that, your global ambassadorship, uh, your business savvy, your uh, basketball acumen on the court, I mean, I can think of no one better to be that, that global ambassador to Kimbe. So thank you for continually just, again, bringing that talent, uh, the richness uh, of Africa to the states so that everybody can see uh, these young people and these, these the talent a level that's there. I just want to be a mentor to, to so many of our youth. It's very important. Um, it's good to be a businessman, to play the game in the level that I play on. The question remains, Alice, who are you passing the torch to? when your career is over? Who are you passing the torch to? Who, who do you think will take your place? Uh, what do you think about the future of our society? Uh, who do you want to see there playing the game the way you did and maybe much better than you did it? And that was one of the reasons why I'm, I'm trying to go to places like a Big Brother and Big Sister, um, all are traveling to the continent of Africa, Southeast Asia, and Europe, and South America, reach out to our young people and uh, try to lift them up. Because if we don't reach out to them, then our future will not be bright. It's very important for we as a people in general, no matter what kind of society, what kind of class we come from, to try make sure that we have to take care of our youth. Mm. Our youth is very important, but you want to grow the game. Where the growth of the game will come from? It will come from our young people. Those are the ones that are going to pick up the game when they reach uh, their productive life, when they're 21, 22, 23. But we have to go to the source, which is in the continent of Africa, where they're growing up, build a couple of thousand basketball courts, and give them the facility where they can come and develop and learn the skill of the game and to becoming the next Dikeme Mutombo. You cannot say that I'm waiting for the next Dikeme Mutombo to come. The next Dikemi Mutombo is not going to fall from the sky. You got to go find them, and you have to teach them, and you have to lead them. Mentorship works. And as you talked about it from uh, 
father figures like John Thompson, from big brothers like Pat Ewing, taking people under your wing, folks who take the time. And that's what I love about our McTumbo Coffee partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, because what we are doing is as we support uh, an incredible, strong brand without compromising quality, Mutumbo Coffee, we are also supporting mentorship here uh, in South Florida with kids who are coming up. Uh, a lot of times, uh, Dikembe, most of the families that we serve are single female-headed households. So from the fields in the Congo to the streets of Miami, uh, we are absolutely making it happen. So this is a perfect match. It's a perfect match, you know. Um, wherever we can go, reach out to our young people is very important. No many young people today are growing up in a household where there's a father and mother. A lot of them are coming from a single, single family home. That no mean they cannot have a chance and the privilege of be given the opportunity. Uh, to play the game like some of us did play. And uh, I want to thank you, big brother and big sister, for the work you guys do, uh, especially in Florida and the city of Miami. I know uh, Miami, the city is so big, um, with more people moving there every day now. Uh, so we, we need to do our best. We got to make sure that we pass that torch. You know, uh, Coach Thompson used to say that. Uh, uh, son, the, the Olympic is not playing the same city every four years. Every four years, that torch goes to a different city. The question remains, who are you passing the torch to? Mm. Who are you passing your torch to? Which city you going to pass the torch? Which kids you think that you're going to pass the torch to? You don't have to pass the, the torch to your own kids. But you have to pass the torch to any young men or young women in a society that God gave to us. And that's very important. 